Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Mike Davis Show. And yes, I'm happy for no reason, Amanda. <laughs> for none whatsoever am I happy, I'm but I confused. am happy. <laughs> Actually, Amanda's thrilled to death because the World Series baseball game between Florida and TCU mm-hmm. ended a mere 40 seconds ago. Yep. And for those of you that are curious and interesting, if you don't want to know the answer, just, just hold on for a second. Uh, Florida is playing TCU. If Florida yeah. had won, they get a spot in the College World Series. If mm-hmm. they lost, they would have to play TCU again uh-huh. in a winner-take-all. Okay. And it was tied 2-all going into the top of the ninth. Florida scored a run. All right. And then made a catch at the wall. Mm-hmm. To win the game. I would just like to thank all the players on the Gators team for winning the game before we went live so I didn't have to carry it entirely on my own while he was distracted watching sports on mute. You mean you think that I, as a man, cannot watch sports and have a conversation with you at the same time? You've done it before. And did I carry the conversation or not? No, you would go cold and i would have to take the camera off of you and go on one of my filibusters until you could tune back in again proving (laughs) that i have mastered male watching of sports and ignoring everyone Mm. it is an art form some of us are good at it after a few years and that Some I'm of us a very never patient get good female and willing <laughs> to carry your butt while you're distracted so is louis a sports fan he is, but not, so he is when he's watching it. He's very excited when he's watching it, but he doesn't follow it all the time because he just doesn't yeah. have time. Okay. And so, like, when he was working at Mellon Mushroom and it was a big deal to have all the games, all of the sports balls. Every game was on. On the, on the TVs. Yes. Um, he was following it much more closely, but once he went to school, he didn't have time to follow sports. And so that's something that he said is that he's mm-hmm. now in a job. He's now more settled. And so he has time to start caring about sports again. So let's do ads. Okay. And then come back to caring about sports. All right. Because I have a funny story about caring mm-hmm. about sports, but I have to write it down because I'll forget because these ads take longer than 30 seconds. <laughs> and that's the average attention span of a man my age. 30 seconds. Well, I guess. All right. <laughs> Salomon Services, the premier place for personal training in St. Augustine. They specialize in both youth and adult personal training. They offer small group for both strength and fitness development. If you've got a sports injury, they can help you get back on the court or the field, and you'll be in better shape when you do. They have a state-of-the-art indoor, uh, a state-of-the-art center with both indoor and outdoor turf areas, and all coaches are certified through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Call them today at 904-461-9945 and make an appointment. And as a reminder, they are filling up quickly with summer classes for middle school, high school, and college athletes that are trying to get ready for their next season. Mm-hmm. And we are very happy that they are doing that. Go out, be active. That's a good thing to do in the summer. I have our good friend Solar Stick. They were established in 2006. Solar Stick is a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. Solar Stick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. Solar Stick changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing. 
I also have A to Z, A to Z roofing and waterproofing. They offer free estimates and have been serving St. John's County for over 20 years in the construction industry. A to Z offers painted metal roofs for saltwater area homes with warranties for up to 25 years. They also offer shingle roofs with warranties for up to 50 years. They also install, install tile roofing, cedar shake shingles, designer roofing, and flat roof coverings. Recent job photos with material descriptions can be seen at a to Z roofing and waterproofing.com. Give Chuck McCone and his team a call for all your roofing needs. And Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. They've dedicated a customer service for over 36 years. And it's evident from everything they do from the time they take your phone call until they fix your problem. Call Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. They've got a fleet of over 10 plus trucks. They've got a 15,000 square foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment. And they service all major brands of heating and air conditioning equipment. And right now is the time to get that AC unit checked out. Trust me, you do not want the AC unit to go out during the middle of the summer. And you know what today is, Amanda? What is today? The first day of summer. It is the first day of summer. See? I can watch sports and do something else at the same time. Can you? I don't know. We'll find out. I may turn sports back on just to see. It could be a test. (laughs) Um, But yeah, listen, go get them to check out the AC equipment you've got. You don't want it broken during the the, uh, summer season. They're absolutely wonderful. Great company. They do a fantastic job. Powell Heating and Air Conditioning, 794-2665. Give them a call. Longtime sponsor of the show. We love their support. Thank you, Powell Heating and Air. All right. Did you bring anything today? I brought myself. Well, then that's a lot. And my tea. <laughs> that is a lot. Wow. I, myself I just brought news articles and my sometimes sense of humor. Um, I almost brought a lot of rage. There was a lot of um, obstacles put in my path to get here. But mm-hmm. I'm here and I'm calm now. You didn't almost lose a life like I did yesterday. I didn't almost lose so a life or take bad. a life. No, that wasn't bad at all. But I almost like rage screamed myself into an aneurysm <laughs> don't do that that's not good for you it's not good all it's right not. um i we got to go back to caring about sports caring about sports so i'm riding down the road with my son ethan today we're on our way to a job site mm-hmm. meeting he's looking at his phone i said what are you looking at mm-hmm. he said well dad me and all my college buddies um this is the dead time for sports there's okay. nothing really going i mean college world series you saw me watching it yeah i'm rooting for the gators mm-hmm. because a couple of weeks ago, I rooted for Florida State. Very, very confusing for me. Well, I did. They're the Florida team. Yeah. Florida State's baseball program is not that good right now. Okay. Florida has a chance to win a national title, and mm-hmm. I want to see Florida do well. Yeah. And so uh, they are. They're in the series. I've, the only time I paid really a whole lot of attention to them is after they got to the College World Series issue. Mm-hmm. It's not like I follow them like the Braves. Mm-hmm. The Braves are hot right now. They're hot. <laughs> they're so hot play. right now. <laughs> so good. All right. Um, and it's not even summer hot yet, and they're hot. But anyway. So my son, Ethan, says, yeah, we're, we, my, all of our buddies, because on a boredom, we picked up the soccer Premier League out of England. All right. Now, I don't know anything about the soccer yeah. Premier League, but he said, remember the other day when so-and-so was over at the house, and they were completely distraught because if their team didn't win, they were mm-hmm. going to get relegated down to the lower division. Mm-hmm. So apparently the team that finishes last gets relegated down, teams oh, no. that finish it relegate up. Apparently, I don't know, I might be wrong. It's soccer. I really kind of don't care that league is how i got a free pitcher of kamikaze shots at a club <laughs> called tiger tiger in london <laughs> so i'm going to ask you which team in a second mm-hmm. so all these kids pick teams so ethan picks arsenal yeah. and i said you mean like the shirt you had as a kid he had this red shirt mm-hmm. that had arsenal on it and he said they still have the same sponsor and i'm like yeah. 
the Kuwaiti air, and he's no, it's fly em- Emirates, which is basically right next door. Yeah, it's in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, but just, these are not friendly neighbors. So <laughs> no, I mean they're not my kind of neighbors, but they sponsor the site. But they had the same logo and everything. So okay. he was just looking up the scores of that game, and I thought, mm-hmm. man, that's desperation as a sports fan. Yeah, you start. Betting with your buddies on the, and none of them know the You're Premier League. The and, and one of the guys picks the last place team. Like, how yeah. hard is it to beat him, right? Right. Apparently, pretty hard if you were the team that lost to them that kept them in the thing. But anyway, so how did you get the pitcher of beer on a Premier Soccer League? Uh, game? My best friend and I, last night of London, were trying to find, we had seen oh. Phantom of the Opera, and we didn't know that there was a crazy early curfew in London at that time. And so we were trying to meet up with Her Majesty's Horse Guard that we had uh, befriended earlier. Mm-hmm. We missed them. They had mm-hmm. to make it back for curfew. So we go back to Tiger Tiger. It's the only club we can find that's open. Busting curfew. And so there's just a line of dudes out front. So we're like, well, we know that place is open. So we start walking in and we start getting offers. If you walk in with me, I'll buy you a drink. If you yes. walk in with me, we'll buy you a pitcher. Um, so we just, we're fielding offers. So we basically take the guys who are going to pay our door charge mm-hmm. and buy us a pitcher. Yeah. But we promise them that we're not going to go home with them and that we are leaving as soon as our drinks are done. Yes. And they're like, okay, deal. You'll, you'll get us in. That's all we need. Yep. So this club didn't allow single dudes into the club. Okay. My friend and I could Sounds walk into discrimination, the club. discriminatory, but it's yeah. a different country, so <laughs> this is very not. And I PC. haven't been a single dude in a long time, so I really don't care. Very not PC. I don't I really don't care about single dudes. <laughs> so um, <laughs> this is two thousand, summer two thousand. Okay. And so um, we could walk in and just slough off all the guys, but we're like, well, we can get in for free, then why not? So we accept the offer. They're distraught. They're despondent. I don't know which team, but their soccer team had lost. I could probably figure it out if I go through and like check, but I don't care that much. So I don't know what team, but that team lost and they're upset. And now they're playing the, you guys have to make us feel better. And I was like, I got to do nothing. I got you in the club. <laughs> I've got my drink now. You guys have to make good. us feel better. Oh, That's yeah. the line they went with. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they were lonely we're, at the end of the night. We're depressed. You guys have to... We got you in here. You guys have to make us feel better. And I was like, no, uh, no we got you in yes, here. Yes, <laughs> exactly right. You paid exactly our way. Right. But we were perfectly willing to pay our own way. Mm-mm. And we made a deal. And that deal did not include that we had to make you happy in any way. So... We sat with them. We talked with them as much as we could, but they were just being kind of pathetic. So whiny we little our drinks. They were just being whiny little. Whiny little. Yes. Female dogs. Yes. And um, I just wasn't about to try and get like emotionally manipulated into like hanging out with or whatever with some random Brit in london like that ain't my bag baby so we Mm-mm. left Mm-mm. we didn't know that the tube shut down and we are very far away from our bed and breakfast long walk yeah so we start walking i end up having to pretend we had to pretend that we're lesbians because guys are hitting on us on the street mm-hmm. and at that point it was uh cool because it was before that was like a super common thing yeah 
And so the guys just kind of steered clear from us after we made that. Because they didn't know what to do. And yeah. It was, yeah, they're like, what do we do? Yeah. So, yeah. like, awkward situation with a guy yeah. on roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> I look at my friend, I'm like, I really hope we don't have to make out, but like, we're getting safely home without getting harassed or um, molested by any of these dudes. I end up having to jump in front of a UK taxi cab. Yes. To make him stop. Because they wouldn't stop when we were trying to hail them. Because I'm assuming it was end of the night. And so I was... They didn't want you throwing up in the car. I was the jerk American that, like, Mm -hmm. stood in the street, taking my life in my hands. If you've ever been in London, they drive fast and crazy. So, um, yeah, I stopped a dude, and I made him take us home. So you took advantage of two dudes... I took full, advantage wait a of minute, no I, I want to get this. You, you took advantage of two dudes to get into the place. You sent them not. to a deep, dark depression, which they probably have never recovered from all these years later. <laughs> you lied to every other man that you saw along the street, and then you forced a man. You stole a cab and forced them to drive you home. I, I want to make him. sure I have this story correct for when I get home with Darcy and tell her. This is him. what Amanda did when she was in London. Tell Darcy to call me and she will absolutely <laughs> agree with my actions. I am sure that she will. <laughs> Except the kidnapping of the driver part. He could have driven did away. Did you fake like you had a gun or something too? No, I just stood in front of him. That'll work. I mean, my friend was on the sidewalk like, you're going to die. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm getting us <laughs> home. <laughs> that was a good picture right there. Let me tell you what. Well, you know. All right. I've, I don't think I've had a kamikaze sense. You, I was not impressed. You have told that story before on the show. I have. You're getting better at it. Thanks. It's getting embellished more. Thanks. I have figured out how to react to it. Mm-hmm. The next time, I want a Bobby there. I'm going to say that there was a perfect. Bobby there, and he was coming to arrest you mm-hmm. for kidnapping a taxi driver. Okay. We'll make the story better. We'll make it better. This will get better. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that there is video of what happened between the bar and the taxi. It was the UK, but it was before 9-11. So I don't know if there's video. But yeah. everything's on video. Uh, everything's on video these days. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I only had, we talked about the US, US baseball. I don't have mm-hmm. a ton of stories. So we we're going to wing our way through this short this Oh, story I just killed there. 15 minutes. We're good. Uh, you did. We I let you it. go. I fully went on and said, let's go. Here we go. All right. So I have two kind of decent stories. Okay. So one is who's the brains of this operation? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. And the other one is what could possibly scare Pete Melfi so bad that he comes right out of his slides? Other than roundabouts and merry-go-rounds? Uh, other than rounds about and merry-go-rounds. Like the, yes. shape, the circular shape for Pete. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't, is he phobic? He, does, he doesn't identify as round. You would He's looking when, pretty thin these days. He is. He's looking pretty but thin. Not he, in a bad when way. When he bends down, he's got the uh, round. He, no, we're not doing that. We're not going to do that to Pete. No. <laughs> we all have round heads. We're not. I mean, so the, shorter, the, the shorter story line. is who's Short. in charge. Who's so in charge? let's do who's the brains of this operation. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Yes. We're going to save Pete Melfi. Because there's people that want to hear if Pete Melfi mm-hmm. could get scared out of his slides. Yeah. I don't think it's possible. When I tell you what uh, happens, you, you probably won't either. But okay, so Senator John Fetterman from Pennsylvania mm-hmm. goes to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. where he's from, where he's from, to introduce the president of the where United States. Where he's been an elected official. Yes, an elected Local, official all the way up mm-hmm. to federal level. Yes, mm-hmm. a, a lieutenant governor. Yeah. Right. See. Yep. So he goes there to talk about infrastructure. Okay. We don't have the video up. You can look it up if you want to. Okay. It is not good. Mm-hmm. because he's still struggling 
which I feel horrible for him that he keeps getting put into these roles where he has to speak. Right? There are plenty of senators that go there for a lifetime and you don't know who they are because they don't show up in front of a microphone. Yeah. They keep putting him in front of a microphone. He was there to introduce Joe Biden. Good luck. It's the first time in a year Joe Biden looked really good in front of a microphone. Only because John Fetterman introduced him. Yeah. Which brings me to the who's in charge of this operation, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I felt horrible for Fetterman. Yeah. I always feel horrible for Biden that they put him in front of a microphone. But I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, God save the queen, man. Yeah. I mean. God save the queen. There is no queen. What? Somebody needs to tell our president that because he said God save the queen. I thought we were saving the queen. No. Queen's in heaven. Queen's been saved. Anyway, oh, and Fetterman did show up in a hoodie and shorts. What? It's you're a grown man at a work function. Cover your knees, and you're introducing the president of the United States. Well, evidently that doesn't require the same kind of decorum that it used to be. There was recently a um, a kerfuffle over a guest, over a couple of guests that decided to drop their tops. At the White House. At the White House. On the West Lawn. Videotape it. Yes. Have somebody else videotape mm-hmm. them doing this. And then edit it into a video with them meeting the president and the first lady. And then we're surprised that people had thoughts. And this really grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. I want to return to a simpler time, Amanda. Yeah. A time when people did not disrobe on the West Lawn. I want to return to a time when that's when that stuff only happened inside the Oval Office. I was about to say. I want to return to a simpler time. There's a very narrow window. <laughs> very narrow window. Oh. oh my word. Those that read the news understand exactly what I said. <laughs> yes, they do. A simpler time. Yeah. When things were easier to understand and explain away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, I don't know that I'd ever get a chance to go to the White House. Long. I've been to the White House. I've been to the White House. I don't think I would be welcome I, in. I was not born yet. My mom was still carrying me, but she used to mm-hmm. carry the mail to the White House so, yeah. from the Commerce Department. So, yeah, I've been to the White House lots of times. I've been to the White House up against, like, the fence. It was very dark where I was And at, I though. think when I was a kid, they let they would let us do tours. I think we took the tour, maybe, when mm-hmm. I was, like, kindergarten age, but I don't remember it. I'd have to... Find a VHS player and scroll back on family movies to know for sure. To know for sure. Um, or if my mom's in the comments. Mom, let me know. Have I ever been inside the White House? I wouldn't get, like, a dinner invitation. I think she's going to type, I only took your brother. It's true. It's <laughs> a favorite child. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. It's just so easy when you have siblings involved. If she involved. wasn't going to add a comment, she will now because she gets yeah. very mad when it, I tell it, her that my brother's a favorite it, child. It's, it's so, siblings are so easy, mm-hmm. right? You just pick the other sibling and say they were better at something. Mm-hmm. And it's just the easiest part of, yeah. It's the easiest Piece of cake. way to annoy your parents. That is exactly <laughs> correct. You always favored this one. That's usually was mm-hmm. like one of the top five ways of getting out of trouble with your parents mm-hmm. is, is to completely deflect what you had obviously done wrong. Yeah. And say you were simply being persecuted because you weren't the favorite. Yeah. Which then gave your parents guilt feelings <laughs> and you hope that you got out of it. So I have a spinoff to the who's in charge. Okay. Spin who's it. running this outfit? Spin it, baby. I have a spinoff. So um, <laughs> someone who I don't know why has been given so much credence, but Greta Thunberg. 
today's a banner day for her. This is the fifth anniversary. Yes. Of a somewhat famous tweet. And that tweet was, remind all of our viewers and listeners, what was the famous tweet five years ago by the young, influential, incredibly smart, and caring Greta Thunberg? Greta Thunberg. On this day Mm -hmm. in 2018. How many years ago was that? Five. Five. A top climate scientist, just a top climate scientist, one of them. Let's say activist. Is warning. Well, this is, she's claiming that a top climate scientist. She knew AOC. Is, exactly. Is warning (sighs) that climate change will wipe out all of humanity. All. Not some. Yeah. Not certain, not coastal areas, unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years. So, there's two ways that you can read this. You can read this that she's saying humanity will be wiped out in five years. Yes. Or that if we haven't done what she thinks we should do by this day five years from now, then there's no turning back. So, you're saying today's the end of time's day. It's, if you're reading it the first way, today is end times. We are not surviving the day. I'll be right back. <laughs> Please don't make me run the show alone. I'll be right back. This is what you do to me on the last day. All right. So, if you read it as this is a claim of the world will end in five years, then we're not making the night. We will not see the sunrise in the morning. I think there is a more generous interpretation, and that is... <laughs> That is, there's no need to go to work tomorrow. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Darcy, I don't know if I'm making it home tonight or not. So the more generous interpretation (laughs) is that we had five years to get off fossil fuels. And if we don't, then all is lost. Yes. There's no turning back. Correct. That's the point of no return, which means... That we can immediately end all of these incredibly costly climate measures because there's nothing we can do at this point. We're all doomed. So let's just live fossil fuel happy for the remaining moments of our lives. See, and I, I'm sitting here thinking, <laughs> if we're... You didn't get cups. If I, I didn't get cups. I'm sitting here thinking that if this is the end, right? Mm-hmm. And there's no reversing it. it. It's like you're at the bar uh-huh. and your friends go, there's no way we can make it home in London because mm-hmm. the tube is closed, Amanda. Yeah. Those and guys did try to use that. And we're not walking. And you just thought it was a ruse. <laughs> yeah, we were like, whatever, dude. <laughs> so they were probably laughing themselves to yeah, sleep. they probably were. Yep. Hmm? I think there was... I don't know that I want to trust. I've seen the spiders that show up here when I'm the only one left. Really? Yeah, I don't know that I want to trust <laughs> this, a random cup. This says cr- pub crawl in the middle of it. <laughs> You're going to eat your shirt. I'm definitely not drinking out of it now. <laughs> My shirt's reasonably clean. Whether it's reasonably clean, you just pulled it out of your waistband. I'm out. You're on the well, show. I'll want, go get my own cup. You want me to pull out the other side? Is that what you want? I'm out. I can't believe this. If you find another cup, let me know. Right. I don't know if this is Davy's cup or Troy's cup or who this is. This could be trouble. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe It's almost like she's telling us, hey, we might as well just let the good times roll. There's no. There's absolutely no sense... In stopping the good times. Greta Thunberg, I'm going classy. Greta Thunberg has just given us permission. All right, Toby Keith. I'm going classy. (laughs) Fallout classy. 
We see yeah, it. It's the Toby Keith model. It's, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. There we go. So. For me, it's so a, we can just party just now. party on. So that means party on, Wayne and Garth, because there's absolutely nothing to worry about if that's <laughs> what you have going on. This one's to Greta. <sighs> yep. A toast to the moment of the point of no return. Let's do it this way. It was nice trying to save the planet while we could. Oh yeah. Since we can't save it anymore, cheers to whatever comes next. I feel better. Uh, I feel a whole lot better. Okay, let's talk about what what can scare Pete Melfi slides off. All right, and I don't believe other this. Other than situation. this display, <laughs> other than this display, well, they don't drink in the morning show. Uh-huh. Well, Troy does. He just doesn't tell him he is. Look at that! And you said that I brought nothing to the show. Today. I know you did. You brought a lot to the I show. So much. Got a thunburn. <laughs> I did see that, and as soon as you mentioned, it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's it's the Greta Thunberg. Today show. is the five. Five-year anniversary. So I come Point into no the return. I come into the office this morning. Um, I come in to say hello to Pete. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Pete in a couple of weeks because one of us has been on vacation, frolicking. You know mm-hmm. that's not Pete because he's the hardest working guy in town. It's not me, <laughs> right? It's not. It's not Pete. It's me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Pete tells me uh, he's going to have fun on the morning show because uh-huh. there's an ad posted Uh-oh. for a new job. Oh yeah. And he told me, and I thought this is brilliant. I can spend 15 minutes on this mm-hmm. piece of cake. Clock has started. All right. All right. Gannett mm-hmm. happens to own USA Today Network. Mm-hmm. USA Today, my wife said we're very silly. And cheers. <laughs> Love you, Darcy. Cheers. Can we have another one, Darcy? Darcy doesn't we have another one. All right. So um, they are advertising mm-hmm. for a job. Oh, okay. All right. And Gannett is looking for a reporter. What are they looking for a reporter for? And it runs through all of USA Today's networks. Oh, okay. How they're huge and they have this portfolio Man, and they're all over the place. You know, a local media organization in 43 states mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. And NewsQuest, a wholly owned subsidiary operating in the United Kingdom. Wow. They're wow. They're huge. Go to Tiger Tiger they're and have a so big. <laughs> so big. Mm-hmm. So Gannett is opening a, fe- a uh, roles are featured on various external job boards when applying to position at Gannett. You should be completing application. It goes to this whole thing. They're on a mission to save what? They're on a mission. They want to save something. <laughs> They're on a mission from God. <laughs> They've got a pack of cigarettes, half a tank of gas, and they're wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Gannett and USA Today are on a mission to save local journalism. Are they? Okay. Are you interested? How much does it pay? I don't know yet. I haven't gotten there. Ugh. We're working our way through this. I got 15 I'm, minutes. Don't jump to the end. I'm working on my Don't resume. jump to the end. <laughs> you you get probably better pay here and have a lot more fun than if you're working for them. You got to listen to what they want you to do. Okay. Tell me. I'm not sure. But they are trying to restore local news as mm-hmm. the center of community life in St. Augustine. It's the heartbeat. You know what does that really extremely well? Mm-hmm. The 904 now. Does starting with the morning show and ending with us every day. Are they offering? Except grants? Thursday, where Bollocks is on after us. <laughs> I mean, this is like a Wednesday teaser of Bollocks. Preferably, you're already a local, or perhaps returning to your roots. Nope. At the very least, you can articulate exactly why you want to live in St. Augustine and why it can why its concerns are yours as well. 
That's why we started podcasting because no one was doing this Mm -hmm. at what used to be a local paper and they didn't have, they don't have local reporters anymore. This would be the first and only local reporter for the local paper that is being published out of town mm-hmm. and, and delivered here. An entirely here. different county. Right? An entirely different county. Yes. You'll Is be, it at least in adjacent counties? <laughs> you'll be part of an ambitious experiment to see what works. And the initial commitment is contract full time through the end of 2023. Ooh, hot dang. Hot dang. <laughs> Which we know that means there's six months and two weeks left. Mm-hmm. Yes. For now, you'll be our only exclusive only means exclusive reporter in mm-hmm. St. Augustine and you'll need to be highly self-motivated. Oh, okay. <laughs> and resourceful. I think I just blew my shot. <laughs> Jeez. I had Troy in there for a second, right? Resourceful but not self-motivated. Mm-hmm. Uh you'll work closely remotely. You'll work very closely and remotely. So closely. <laughs> you'll be so closely they'll be on a Zoom call with you. We might need uh, to discuss synonyms with Gannett. With an experienced editor as part of a nationwide team in Gannett Center for Community Journalism, which will be housed in India. What? <laughs> I made that point. Okay, I was like, man, it's we a, really need to talk about synonyms. It's and a antonyms. call center in India that will tell you what you're supposed to report. Oh, uh, we'll be developing and testing a model for sustainable local journalism. I suggest that Gannett watch the 904 now. And I hate to say this because they might actually take me up on it. Just pay Pete Melfi to set up 904 Nows in every community. Ooh. Think about it. He's brilliant. He's mm-hmm. a genius. Now, I don't think St. Augustine can afford to lose Pete. This is why I think this yes. is a horribly bad idea. Yes. However, it would be amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was going to say that lone reporter is going to be awful lonely in mm-hmm. that giant cavernous building, except it's no longer It's the not their building, building anymore. Yeah. In fact, we still, uh, the 904 now still has the groundbreaking shovel. Want me to bring it? From when they built. No, Pete had it on this morning. Yeah. They had it on this morning on the morning show. It's it's still every once in a while the record. I think we need to mount it over. I wish it was right above there, like it's, Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Something that was. It's like a past torch. You'll spend most of your days reporting on the community and discovering, then answering its most pressing questions. You know what the most pressing question in St. Augustine was before the 904 now came along? Where do we get our local news? Yeah. That was the most pressing question, and we've solved that. For real. We don't have any more. So you'll be the voice and personality behind a local email newsletter, a daily briefing where you apply an obsession with engaging readers in their inbox and beyond. So you got to write the daily briefing. Mm-hmm. you got to write a newsletter, and you got to engage the four people that still get the thing online <laughs> that comment on it. <laughs> You'll also innovate and strategize about growing also, audience. Do you also which, have to catch the fish that it gets wrapped in? I can. Yes, I can tell you this. If you want to captivate your audience, just send them to the 904 now. Mm-hmm. And then you've got it. You're good. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll learn how to use tools like SEO and Google Trends to help. I don't think that's going to help. So, in other words, rather than focusing on local news, yeah. you're going to go to Google and start reporting I, on what's yes. trending. Please, Google, tell me what Pete Melfi said about St. Augustine this morning, or Davy, or Troy, or yeah. anybody else. That's a, yeah, yep. So that is oh man, this is all the requirements. This is a lot of stuff. Oh, they also have to practice effective and ethical use of social media. Oh, there goes us. <laughs> we out. <laughs> we go. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of that. I was this uh, close to green. I was that. so <laughs> back. 
Sorry. They want a resume, one or two pages, a cover letter that outlines how you'd approach the job. Well, first of all, I'd show up for the job. But you you guys haven't shown up since you bought the record. You literally have not shown up to do the job. You disappeared. You don't have any reporters, but you're telling me I have to show up for the job? Yeah. That's just not good leadership. But also, if you're expecting someone to be self-motivated, shouldn't a resume be self-explanatory? Do you have to break down what a what are the component parts of a resume to a full-grown, self-motivated adult? A cover letter that outlines how you would approach the job. And this is the best one. Examples of at least five stories you're proud of. Ooh. This would be one of them. <laughs> this would be one of the ones I'm very proud of, and I would just send the transcript to you. I'm pretty proud of the Greta Thunberg story. That's number two. I'm also proud of the fact that we have the uh, the shovel. I'm very proud of that. So, yeah, I'm, there's a lot of stuff I'm proud of. I'm not going to lie. I still haven't heard the complete story for how the shovel ended up here. I've actually heard no part of the story. It's just um, need-to-know basis, and I'm not high enough on the totem pole to know. I can't say. Mm. Uh, I could tell you, but Davey would kill me in a spin class. <gasps> I can't do it. I just can't say it. Why do I feel like Davey would murder a spy the same way the chick in the GoldenEye James Bond did? On a bicycle? Power thighs. Oh, yeah. Davey's got power thighs. <laughs> he does. So I don't know. Listen, I, I think he's rather proud of them myself. Yeah. I, I'm just going to say. So anyway, I don't think Pete Melfi gets scared out of his slides by the fact that they're hiring one reporter to compete with a man who does a seven single. people's jobs mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And still does it with such good humor and good looks. Yes, he is amazing. Aside you from know, the slides. But, I have you know. given Pete Melfi 75 compliments in this segment alone, mm-hmm. and Barbara Jean has not once commented, thank you. Not one time has Barbara Jean said that. Mm-hmm. But if I were to utter anything against Pete Melfi. I mean, I made a joke about his head. And I told you to stop. Being around. Yes. I said stop. We can't do yeah. that. That's not what we're doing. That is true. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. We don't. So the world's really over? We lost our five years? so. It's the end. I'm thinking about what I did in the last five years, and it was worth it. So I have no regrets in that sense. I flew all over the world on fossil fuel, so I'm kind of... You've used three persons. Yes! I'm very happy. I mean, not as much as John Kerry. Oh, no. But I have flown places, right? No one can use as much fossil fuels as as John Kerry, except for maybe his wife trying to fly away from him. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe guy's, they're happily married. Can you imagine Teresa Hines next to John Fetterman, next to Joe Biden, giving a speech? I have, I don't have any working knowledge of who she is other than that she's... We don't have enough. <laughs> don't have enough. I'm imagining that we don't have enough. The Hines people. No, we just, we don't yeah. have enough. We don't. It's not going to work. For a second there, I thought you were making an inappropriate joke using the name of the booth. <laughs> with Teresa Hines and I was like man that's salty <laughs> no 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 I was not I was not I was not I didn't want to I don't know I don't really know what she looks like or anything about her other than she's descended from ketchup royalty and and I have the she married ketchup royalty and then the husband died oh yeah yes it's even I thought, better I thought it was her family money she inherited mm, it I, Teresa Hines Carrie I don't know I've got to look it up now somebody's okay. gonna, gonna have to look it up All I'll right. look it up but I'll be distracted I still have the best, <laughs> best story for tomorrow. 
Okay. I have you're, an amazingly inappropriate, one. this should never happen, and what should you do to, to mm-hmm. counteract it in public story for tomorrow? Yeah. <sighs> I got it. I'm good. You're coming, packing a stripper story. <laughs> I, it might be, it might not be. Maybe. It's kind of in that vein, but it's a little different than that, but mm-hmm. it's still wholly inappropriate. Wholly inappropriate. Okay, yep. that's what we're promised. Inappropriateness. Inappropriateness. All right. That you will laugh at and at the same time cringe and go, thank goodness I wasn't there. Yeah. It is cringeworthy, but at the same time, very, very laughable. So that's tomorrow's story. All right. We got it tomorrow. Not first up, but in the in the story pool. Depends. Troy's supposed to have a guest for us tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah. It looks mm-hmm. like Teresa married into the Heinz family. Oh, I thought I had that right. She's the widow of former U.S. Senator John Heinz. Mm-hmm. And then, so he passed away, and then she married. She's got a thing for senators, huh? Yeah, can we cue up a song by Jamie Foxx? <laughs> Just asking. Do we not have the ability Just to do that? Let me know what song you want. We'll get. Copyright. Oh, you know what song I want. <laughs> what? Where is that golden shovel? And what do you do with the shovel? Huh? You dig. Uh, With the golden shovel. In the mob, you kill people. Uh, You do that, too. (laughs) You do that, too. All right. I got a story on cell phones, and I got a story on uh, why the Biden campaign's in trouble. And I'm not sure I agree with all the points of why the Biden campaign is in trouble. It's by a pollster, and I really don't always agree with pollsters. So where do you want to go? Let's go, Biden. All right. So Liz Peek wrote an article, and she's got five reasons why the Democrats are in full panic mode. Now, if I'm a Democrat, I'm not in full panic mode because I believe everything the media is telling me, which means Trump is going to be in jail and never allowed to run again, Mm -hmm. right? And DeSantis is horrible, and my guy is competent, relevant, and on top of things, and the best, probably managerial person at age a billion Mm -hmm. that has ever been around. I think that depends on what level of Democrat you are. Uh, I don't know. Are you a member of the general public? Then yes. Mm-hmm. Are you working in his administration? I don't believe that's the case. <laughs> yes. So the first thing they say is in trouble mm-hmm. is because Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yes. is making waves mm-hmm. with zero campaign cash and mm-hmm. only appearing on places that don't ban him like Twitter, mm-hmm. um, which was a really good interview with Jordan Peterson, yeah. by the way, if you have not watched it. Um, I have not watched all of the Joe Rogan experience, but someone mm-hmm. came up to me and said, you have to watch it. It's really yeah. good. So I am going to watch that. Well, we talked about it last week that surprisingly enough, mm-hmm. um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is um, the highest favorability rated candidate in a YouGov poll. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's pretty remarkable considering they're doing everything they can to cancel him and obliterate his ex- his entire existence online. Did you read the article? Because it seems like you have. See that what Liz Peake said is that they have called out everyone to trash mm-hmm. Robert F. Kennedy, including calling him a white supremacist, which I don't think you can call well, a man who has spent his entire life fighting against these things mm-hmm. that title. I don't think you understand what that means when you misuse that title. I think um, you're about a decade and a half too late to make that argument. That's just bad. Anyway. Because <laughs> being called a white supremacist basically is tantamount to, you don't agree with me. And and also calling him a nut job. Yeah. Which I disagree with some of his policies. Mm-hmm. I do disagree with some of his theories mm-hmm. on why things are the way that they are. 
Yeah. Right? And he's mistrustful of some organizations that I am very mistrustful of, mm-hmm. including the one we're on right now. So anyway, that's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. um, they're looking for another challenger, and Gavin Newsom might be that challenger. Gavin Newsom certainly believes he's that challenger. Gavin Newsom believes that he should <laughs> definitely, he's ready for the prime time. He thinks he's running the most proper, mm-hmm. prosperous state in the union, oh. according to his interview with wait, Kennedy. Wait till tomorrow. <laughs> All right. When we have a question about California. Okay. And finances. Oh, money questions. Oh, it's a goodie. It's a goodie. So anyway, that's the, the Gavin Newsom third Right, uh, Democrats are waging a hot war against no labels, a centrist group aiming to put forward a slate of moderate candidates, one Democrat and one Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the case of 2024 election, um, becomes a rerun of 2020. I think a lot of people look, I think you can, uh, if you're a Democrat and you're a, Bi- a diehard Biden fan and you're a Republican, you're a Trump fan, I think you're in the minority in both parties. I think that if you are a diehard Biden fan at this point in his political career, then I would love for you to take a picture of your surroundings so I can see the unicorns. Because you are a unicorn. If you absolutely love that dude and think he's done a fantastic job and he's a fantastic family man and he's a fantastic servant of our country, then you are a unicorn. I want to know what Melissa has to say about this. Most of the Democrats I know thought he was necessary. They didn't like him. They thought he was the only one who could beat Trump, and they had to beat Trump at all costs. And they thought that he mm-hmm. was the lesser of two evils. Yes. I don't know anyone that was excited about Biden, mm-hmm. which is so interesting how he got to be the nominee that way. The most popular president as far as vote total and, in the history yeah. of the country. And the largest vote gatherer. Yes. Imagine he outpaced both Obama and Hillary Clinton. Mm. He's a genius. Okay. Um, but his son is the smartest man. Especially he's standing next to... Um, <laughs> in times of Fair stress, uh, this is the fourth one, the left uh, brings out former President Obama. And Obama started to make some speeches and do some interviews, right? To yeah. take attention off of Biden. Yeah. If that's the case, Obama better clear his calendar from now until Election Day. Because he is going to have to do a lot of work to help Joe. Yeah. Because Joe can't help Joe. Joe can't help Joe. Joe can't help Joe. Nope. Can't do it. Got to help yourself first, some wise man in the studio said. Mm -hmm. Or you can't help anybody else. Yeah. They say that on planes, too. And finally, the campaign is faltering. So they've opened up the campaign, but they haven't done any big donor things. Joe hasn't been on the campaign. They're not raising any money. They're not announcing how much money they're raising. So either they know for a fact that he will be the most populous vote getter for a second time in a row, mm-hmm. which is amazing that they know these things, mm-hmm. right? I mean, some people just have an instinct for it and they're good about it yeah. or they're doing great demographics and metrics behind the scenes yep. and they just have, they got it. They just figured this out. And so campaigning's not a big deal for him. Well, he managed to garner the most votes of any other presidential candidate. Ever in our history, mm-hmm. uh, by almost entirely staying in his basement. So why does he need to? I would begin a massage too. I think, people, especially if things are as good as they're telling us they are. People should write books in the future mm-hmm. about this innovative, groundbreaking, mm-hmm. and successful form of campaign. 
Turns out the way to be the most popular politician is to hide. Is to shut your pie hole. <laughs> is to shut up and hide. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> Let other people talk to you, talk shut about you. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> yeah, you don't wow. want to do that. Um, you definitely, uh, definitely don't want to do that. So, um, Donald Trump. We talked cell phones. We're going to go cell phones. We're going to go cell phones. We'll do cell phones. So, mm-hmm. Gen Z is gobbling up flip phones and rejecting smartphones. I don't blame them. So, Gen Z, is, Gen Z has had enough mm-hmm. of flip phones, or, or excuse me, of smartphones, and they want something simple that you just make a phone call on, and there's not all these apps, mm-hmm. and there's not all the social media and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me text. Let me make a phone call and be done. I can tell you, I could pare down as long as I could get the surf report <laughs> and the weather. Yeah. Right, and an update on hurricanes. Mm. I just need my email and my text messaging and a phone call, and I'm good. All mm-hmm. the rest of the stuff can go. But then, how are they going to steal all your data, and how are they going to track you? And oh, they'll still do all that. Yeah, they'll still do everything. Oh, all right. I still keep putting my phone in that Doritos bag. It's supposed to work. It happened on Terminator. It worked yeah, Terminator. Whatever Terminator. Whatever the last. What one about was. the tinfoil and the baseball hat? Does that work too? They're very uncomfortable. So I just want you to know, they're very, very, very uncomfortable. The they're just out. not comfortable. <laughs> Is that why you're afraid to shave your head? I think we found the reason. <laughs> Some of these conspiracy theories are painful when you're wearing the hat. So you want to hear something funny? I'd love to. I have it on good authority. Yes. That last night when we brought up the idea of you being the next volunteer for the fundraiser with the shaving of yes. the head as the end prize. Um, when a certain someone <laughs> was watching the show after the fact, yes, before you could even say it, he said he better do that for her home against St. John's first. I know. <laughs> Can you name the uh, person? <laughs> Troy Blevins. Yeah. I know who it is. <laughs> yep. So he yeah. said it before you even said, Troy. I need Troy to not I, hear this. I, I'll do it if Troy Blevins mm-hmm. will go a year without a drink. <laughs> How are you going to? That's honor system. You can't prove that. He's very honorable sometimes. <laughs> I have no comment to that. Maybe we should just, it's like as long as it takes until my hair grows back out. <laughs> it's not going to take long. You're a dude. You have short hair. It I, doesn't take that long to grow. No, I want it back to, to this length. I'm going to pick a certain length and it has to get back there, which it took me months. Yeah. To get to that length last summer. You don't want to get to, like, Brad Pitt, Legends of the Fall? You could keep him sober for two years. You know, <laughs> I could keep him sober for two years. I'm going to Tibet, Troy, when I come back. <laughs> you know. No. Um, so, anyway, I think it's interesting that some people are ditching phones. Yeah. I think that trend is going to pick up steam. Because I think people are just tired of being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And that stupid device right there is what overwhelms mm-hmm. you because you never get a break and you never get away from it and you're mm-hmm. always on it. And yeah. I think it's just a pain. There's always there. a monkey on your back. There's always yes. something to do. There's always someone trying to communicate with you. Yep. Or your notifications are going. I never turned my notifications on. The first time that my phone's always on silent, it, yeah. it drives my family crazy. My phone's always on silent mm-hmm. and I don't have my app notifications on. And I've gotten scolded by so many bosses about, well, I'm going to need you to turn your Slack notifications on. And I'm like, okay. And I just never do it. Cause I'm not, I'm not doing it. Uh, Every time you have a late night and you need to post some PDF, like I'll see it when I see it. It's okay. So I have a thing of people, emailing me at like eight o'clock at night yeah. i don't reply then i reply at 5 30 in the morning when i get back 
because I'm ready for bed at 8.30, yeah. so I'll send it to you. I, the other is I turn I'll my... I'll stop sending uh, my, names at 10.30 then. My, <laughs> my, Darcy's beginning to suspect. Stop sending that. Um, so um, I, I turn my notifications off a long time. I turn the ringer off on my phone before it's even a smartphone. Yeah. Because it... My phone used to ring nonstop mm-hmm. back in the day when you're riding from job site to job site to job site and yeah. you're trying to organize things. And just the sound of the ringer uh, began to just annoy me. Mm-hmm. So I put it on vibrate and I was like, okay, I can handle that, but yeah. I can't handle the ringing. So rarely ever is my phone set to ring. Mm-hmm. Ever. I just, it's like, I don't need that. I don't I- need any of that. I turned all my ringers off as a self-protection method when mm-hmm. I became a nursing mother. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Is attached to part of your body, and they turn their heads 180 degrees every time a phone mm-hmm. rings. You turn the ringer off. It might I be just, a good idea. I just never turned it back might on. might be a good idea. Every now and again, I have to turn it back on for one reason or another, like I'm yep. waiting for someone to call and it's an emergency situation. And it it startles me so much when it goes off that I immediately turn it back off. It's like, I can't do it. I, I just don't like the sound. I, I get a lot of phone calls, and I can mm-hmm. just do that. My, I, my watch tells me your phone's ringing. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll answer it. I don't even have an Apple Watch. I don't, I don't have, either. I don't have a watch that's connected to my phone. Well, and somehow my kids got connected to a Google account with me. Somebody mm-hmm. sent an invite the other day, and they're all like, Dad, what is this invite about this meeting? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. I didn't know that it was all linked up and hooked up. I have no idea. Google Calendar, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know I was in the Google Calendar. I had no idea. And they said, all of a sudden, all these other meetings started popping up. I said, I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. Somebody hacked my information. Yeah. Probably me. Yeah. Inadvertently. Um. Well, Dustin P. Carmichael, I've talked about him on the show. Yeah. His inability to pay his bills, which, at, but his insistence on giving my landline number mm-hmm. in the old house was, that was why my phone was ringing off the hook all the time. Yeah. Um, while I was trying to nurse my babies and like would wake them up on naps and stuff. And so it was either I have to murder Dustin P. Carmichael or I have to turn my ringer off. I would definitely turn to ring. It, I've gotten thousands of calls for that man. I would have turned the ringer off. Yeah, that's what I did. Because, no. you know, I don't need to I would have started. Ma- I just started making meetings for him. So. I started finding him. I found him on Facebook, and my mom wouldn't let me send him a message. Uh, <laughs> I would have sent him a message. I would have 100 created. I would, have, I would have created a fake account and then sent mm-hmm. him messages for forever from mm-hmm. the fake account. So, yeah. Um, there is a new series that dropped a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Pickett. It's season two of Joe Pickett. So Joe, Joe Pickett, Pickett is uh, based on a, a series of books. Mm-hmm. Um, season one, uh, he is a game warden in Wyoming. Okay. It's. I will tell you, it's a little slow, but I kind of like the story. The ending was was tough, um, and it kind of picks up a year after that ending, and mm-hmm. it's still tough what happened at the end of the last show. Yeah. Um, and the first one was a little scary. Okay. Like, the, the first season wasn't that scary. But the second season started out just eerie and scary, and you're like, oh, man, I don't know. So I'm going to watch the end of it, though, because I'm kind of committed. I want to see what happens. Before you got me on Yellowstone, the last series that I had found and kind of organically started watching myself that I was kind of obsessed with finishing Mm -hmm. was Frontier. Frontier had, it was... um, Hudson Bay Company, North, North, 
Atlantic area of the United States into Canada, mm-hmm. and it was conflict between the locals and um, the Hudson Bay Company, the British government, all kinds of like native trappers yeah. versus crown trappers. It was high drama. Um, Jason Momoa was one of the actors in it, and I got really into that show. Yes. And it got hard because I'm not super into like very gory, um, violent shows, and it got there. So it was hard for mm-hmm. me to finish. They said they were going to come back with another season, but then they ran out of blood. And, and all kinds of stuff. So Jason Momoa got too busy. Um, and you can't say that it's just because he's cute because he gets pretty banged up and scarred up, and he ends up with like one scarred like dead fish eye eye so he's not you know he's not a treat to look at but he did survive that one compared to Mm -hmm. game of thrones where he died fairly early yeah but he's still like super known for that but he had a hard time coming back from that role because he did such a good job as the what is it dothraki or whatever that people thought he was foreign and he didn't speak english cal drogo yeah so they didn't they thought that he legitimately couldn't speak English, and so he had to convince casting directors that he could be hired for American roles. And, and Yellowstone is ending. I read uh-huh. an, an article today. Kevin Costner made some meme the other day about looking forward to his future work and his band and everything, but no mention of Yellowstone. Uh-huh. And a bunch of his fans replied back, hey, what about Yellowstone? And then um, Taylor Sheridan made a comment today. Yes, this is the end of it. We really expected it to go longer. We wanted it to go longer. I don't hold any grudges against anybody. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Kevin wants to do his work. He should go do his work. I hope it's very successful. And no, we're not going to have a... Um, part two of season five? Uh, they're, well, they're trying to figure out when it's going to happen because yeah. they got to conclude that part of the story. Okay. So um, they are going to do that? And, and supposedly John Dutton does not survive well. season five. Um, he wants to go off on his own thing. He wants to go off and do his own thing. But Taylor Sheridan said it would not be like his end. I guess he was on Mayans or some other... No, Sons of Anarchy. Okay. And when they wrote him off the show, it was a fiery crash. Okay. And he said, I don't do the F.U. fiery crashes, so it'll be a well, good ending. Well, that's, that's also a Downton Abbey thing. I was completely freaking scarred by Downton Abbey. Because the couple that was will they, won't they for three seasons yes. finally get together. They Their relationship, like their happy days, are like compressed into maybe two, three episodes where they're married, they're pregnant. They finally have a baby. And then they city of angels that do. He's coming home from the hospital. Rex, fatal, he's gone. You know why? Because his contract was up and he wanted to go be Beast in a stupid Disney live-action remake. And I say, forget you, dude. I don't like you anymore. Who's the dude? The dude that they cast as Beast in the live-action. Has that come out yet? Yeah, that came out forever ago. That was one of the early live-action remakes. That was before Lion King. I really should pay attention to Hollywood once in a while. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking about Yellowstone. Disney live-action. I mean, you don't uh, have to pay attention yeah, I'm kind to of that. Past that I'm kind of past that age, right? I gave that up a long time ago. Yeah. I have no grandkids that want to go right now, mm-hmm. so I'm good. So We watched the Cinderella one, mm-hmm. and we are like, okay, well, that was fun, but I don't really feel like it added anything. Yeah. And, like, I would really rather just watch the animated story. Like, it's a storybook. I'd rather watch mm-hmm. the animated story. And then 
when they start announcing live action remake after another yeah. after another, I punched my card and I was out of there. <sighs> I haven't seen another live action remake since. I kind of gave up on the live action Disney stuff whenever they did the Apple Dumpling Gang Four. That was it for me. Oh, I didn't like one, two, and three. I don't even know what you're talking about. I know. See, that's how long ago it was. <laughs> um, no. So uh, to recap, Pete Melfi is not afraid of the single person that Gannett USA Today is going to hire as mm-hmm. a local reporter because there is none in St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. And listen, if you want your local news, just listen to the 904 now. Yeah. You get all your local news. You get all your local personalities. We interview more local people in a day mm-hmm. than they'll interview in a year. Probably. So that's it. You got anything else? Nope. Happy to be here. Happy. Tomorrow's trivia day. Well, we're going to find out if we survive the night. So there's two interpretations of that tweet. It's either we're not surviving the night and yeah. we won't be back for trivia, mm-hmm. or we're beyond the point of no no return. So let's we'll find out. To be continued. I hate it when she talks to AOC and gets advice. <laughs> it's just not good for Greta when she does it. Yeah. I think we're going to be fine. Mm, it's okay. like when the Mayan calendar ended and everybody thought that the, the mm-hmm. Mayan, that was it, the end of the world was going to yeah. end. I said, look, some dude had probably been chiseled on that stone his entire life. He died. No one else wanted the job. Probably. And that's why the calendar ended. They were probably like, we can just repeat it from here. We're yeah, good. <laughs> we're good. We don't, you know, kid, we're never going to make it that far anyway, because some young girl just told us at the temple, we have less than five years <laughs> to make it, so quit writing a calendar. Yeah. That's how that ended in the Mayans. I figured it all out. Yeah, you did. Genius. Everything ah. that's old is new again. <laughs> that's right. This is the Mike Davis Show. Thanks for joining us tonight. We will be back tomorrow with a hopefully a guest in trivia. Only if Greta's wrong. Bye.